Welcome in to another episode of the Football Monsters Podcast. You've got your host, Devin, today, and I am joined here with a special guest. I've got all about the birds podcast here, um, talking about the Philadelphia Eagles. How are you doing today, man? Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. I'm not all I'm not all the team. I'm, it's just me, Peanut, representing AAT. That's what it is. Hey, yeah, I feel you, Peanut. Like I said, Caleb's not uh, not here today either, so it's going to be just me and you holding the fort down. So uh, I really Let's appreciate you uh, coming in and uh, joining me here on the podcast today. First thing, uh, let's just go ahead and get into, you know, just as always, you can follow us at the Monsters FB on pretty much all social media platforms. Where can they follow you at? You can follow us at AAT Bird, uh, Sports Media Network. Um, you can follow, you can watch our YouTube page. You could uh, basically follow us on all, all different platforms, man. All right. Yeah, that sounds good. You know, guys, everyone listening, make sure you go give those guys a follow. Uh, we really appreciate them taking the time to come in here and talk with us about some football. We're getting close, what, like 67 days, I think it is away, um, something like that. I, I, I'm stoked. I'm ready for football season to get here. Um, it's just getting me even more excited as things have you know, started transpiring in the past few days. Um, haven't got a chance to talk about it, but Baker Mayfield officially been moved. Um, he is now on the Panthers, you know, so we kind of all saw that coming, you know, especially when Seattle kind of came out and said they, they never were really interested. Um, I'm really excited to kind of see what he can do there. Um, I hate it. For Sam, yeah. You know, I hate it for Sam Darnold. I don't think he ever got a true chance in the league, you know, coming in with the jets right off the bat. It just put a bad taste in his mouth. He never really got a feel for anything. And I thought he was a great quarterback coming out of college. But Baker has proven that he knows how to win and knows how to, you know, play with grit. You know, a lot of the season last year injured. And, you know, I'm just really excited to kind of see, you know, what he can do there with that offense, especially if McCaffrey can stay healthy. I, I agree. I agree. I think uh, Baker Mayfield, he he gets his he gets his shot to be the, the starter. He doesn't have to deal with anyone behind him. And, and, and let's face it, to be honest with you, he's a better quarterback. So I, don't, I do not blame the Panthers for making this move. Yeah, no, you know, they, they say he's going to compete against uh, Darnold, but I mean, let, let's be honest, we all know he's going to be the day one starter, and it's going to be even better that I want to say I just heard a number. Um, he's getting paid almost like $600,000 per week from the Browns with basically what they're paying him in contract. So week one, they play the Browns, actually. So we could see, a, you know, them paying basically to get their own butt kicked, you know, so it's going to be great to see. <laughs> It's weird how the NFL does things nowadays too. Every everything is is so poetic. <laughs> it it is it is yeah you know it's it's just you know it's a beauty and I mean of course we've talked about it week in and week out here you know Deshaun Watson we still don't know what's going to happen there the committee is finished but they still haven't came out with the hearing most likely we're going to see Jacoby Brissett for at least I'd say the first six to eight weeks I still think it should be at least a year but you know we'll see how that all plays out. At least a year. I honestly, got it. It's it's one of those situations where, ten years from now, we're going to still be talking about the situation. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's just we you know it's unprecedented. We've seen nothing like this before, and you know, it just the amount of cases. Like you go back to Ben. He was uh, he settled with one girl and had a six game suspension. And what we've had twenty girls uh, settle a case with Deshaun. So I mean, at that rate, I mean, he's he's done. 
But of course, they're not oh, yeah. going to do anything like that. So, you know, I think at least a year minimum is just absolutely ridiculous if they don't at least give them what they gave Calvin Ridley for betting, even when he wasn't betting against his team when he was playing. Like, that's just Agreed. all there is to it. Agreed. Agreed. 100%. But let's go ahead and get into the main reason we're here. We're going to be talking the NFC East. Um, yeah, baby. Obviously, that's your division. You know, um, We're going to go ahead and start off um, with the one team I think is going to be, you know, that they're always on the cusp there kind of team. We're going to talk about the <laughs> Dallas Cowboys. You know, it's, it's always their year. Um, huh? you know, like they have a great, they, they, they have a great team. Don't get me wrong. You know, I, I really like Dak, um, the whole Zeke Pollard thing, I, I still feel like Pollard almost should be the starter there, even though Zeke does still have some left in the tank. And then, you know, obviously well, they... Zeke is paid more. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, here we're going to really see C.D. Lamb, you know, be that true wide receiver one here. Um, you know, he's already proved that he can do it. And, I mean, it's now, you know, with Cooper heading over to Cleveland, you know, it really gives him the option to just, you know, own this offense. Agreed. Agreed. Well, he's going to have to. I mean, he doesn't have any choice at this point. Like when you start getting rid of these guys that that were the guy, the guys, he becomes the guy. At this point, we're going to see what he's really made of, and it's going to be really interesting to see like if he can be that number one guy. Yeah, I think the biggest move that they made, even you know, with you know, obviously losing out on Amari, um, signing James Washington from Pittsburgh. I think that was a good signing to kind of help bolster that wide receiver core. Um, I don't think. You know, I don't think Washington ever really got a big chance to really show himself with, you know, how deep the wide receiver core was and the fact that Big Ben was atrocious last year. Um, right. You know, so I, I'm really intrigued to kind of see how he fits into this offense. Are we going to have a healthy Zeke? Are we going to have a healthy Dak? You know, a lot of that's going to, you know, factor in. Um, I mean, of course, they have a great defense, you know, with Micah Parsons, uh, Trayvon Diggs. I mean, they're, they're going <laughs> to still be a good team. But, you know, it's kind of like every year, you know, they do the Dallas thing and it's their year and they still find a way to come short, you know? I, I think the main question is, did they do enough? I mean, they filled in gaps, don't get me wrong. Like, Washington's a good gap filler. Um, Luke Gil, Gil, Gifford is a good gap filler. Uh, they're filling in gaps. That's, that's great. But are they, are, they, are they making the moves necessary to take them to the next level? And I think that's the biggest problem with the, the Cowboys this year. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, they don't, you know, especially when it comes to that wide receiver option. I mean, sure, Gallup and Washington that we talked about, you know, those are going to be pretty good for you. But, I mean, this is going to be the C.D. Lamb and Dalton Schultz show when it comes at, as far as receiving really goes with, of course, Zeke and Pollard catching some out of the backfield, but mainly, you know, using those guys as their, you know, the fresh legs. Hopefully they can find a way to really, you know, it sucks for us fantasy owners, but, it, you know, find a way to really split those guys up and really keep them both fresh and, uh, you know, strong throughout the season. And then, of course, you know, Dak is still, you know, really starting to really feel good off that injury. You know, he's finally really coming to. We've had another offseason now. You know, I, I think Dak's finally going to look like old Dak again. And, you know, that's going to be exciting. But, I mean, even then, if, you know, you know, Lord forbid, but something happens to him. I mean, we got, what, Cooper Rush, Ben Danucci. Like, you don't really have a backup there. They didn't go out and make any moves to have that guy to really solidify that backup spot behind, you know, Prescott. Hey, speaking of backups, man, if anyone knows about how important the backup is, it's us Philadelphia fans. <laughs> yeah, yeah, ain't that the <laughs> truth, you know? So 
not having that guy behind him, it, it, yeah, you're right. It's it's a major flaw in in, in their construction. And uh, yeah, I, I totally agree with you. I, I, I what I like about Dak, look, Dak's one of those guys that can win you the game. He he, he can win the pre um, regular season game, no problem. I think Dak's major problem, especially this year, without having Cooper and relying on just Lamb himself, I think at that point you're going to have to be a better quarterback than you were. You're putting a lot of pressure on your quarterback by not having the guys around him. Washington was a good sign, but it wasn't a great sign. So having these people around him made him better. So it's it's going to be it's going to be a like a telltale season for Dak Prescott himself to see if he he is that quarterback that everyone thinks he is. Yeah, no, I I completely agree there. Um, You know, and the thing is, you know, I still feel like watching him last year, and like I said, maybe this offseason, he still looks a little scared to scramble. He still looks a little scared to run, you know, coming off that injury. And, I mean, rightfully so. If I looked down and saw my foot facing the wrong way, I would be afraid to get hit too, you know? But, you know, it's one of those things. That's where, especially with this offense, really needing him to command it and actually be that true leader and quarterback – like this is where it's really going to be the thing where can he do this? Can he get that you know mental headspace right to know that hey this is my team I have to do this I have to know that I can take a hit. Agreed, one hundred percent. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, you know, that's pretty much it for the Cowboys. I think. Uh, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> Dude, look how short that segment was. Dude. Yeah, you yeah. Know what I'm <laughs> hey, hey. I mean, you know, like we said, it's just they're America's team somehow. Um, you know, but I just, I don't know. They just, like I said, they just always seem to kind of fall short and, you know, I mean, let's be honest here. I, I want to talk about the commanders cause there's a few things here, but I, I'm kind of with you and in this division, I'm an Eagles fan when it comes to this division. So, you know, like that's the one we're like, we're truly waiting to get down to. <laughs> Thank you, thank you. Uh, it's all good. <laughs> no, but no, you know, next team, uh, like I said, and it's the one I, I'm kind of really excited to kind of talk about with some of the offseason moves they had and, you know, different signings and stuff. But uh, we'll go into the Washington Commanders. Um, Let's do it. You know, you're, you're an Eagles fan, so you've seen the rise and the fall of Carson Wentz. Um, rise, fall, rise, fall. Right, rise, right. Fall. And I'm a, Colts, fall. I'm a Colts fan, so, you know, right. I, I had it last year. And, um, you know, they, they started off practice They're you know, everyone's praising about how great he looks and how a new atmosphere, which I mean, he just had a new atmosphere in Indy, but he does have some good weapons, you know, so I, I will give him that. Um, right. I don't think he's going to have an O line like he had with Indy either though. Um, you know what? I feel like, you, and not to cut you off, I'm sorry. No, no, I, you're good. I think Carson Wentz is an improviser. So I think not having an O line sometimes bring out the best and the worst of him. So not having an O-line, I don't really use that against him. Um, I, I think <laughs> – this is going to sound funny. I, I think Carson Wentz is going to have a pretty good year based off of his improvis- improvisation. Did I say that right? Yeah. Is that a word, buddy? <laughs> yeah. He's, my son's like, no. no. <laughs> I think that's what he does best because whenever you give him a play, he, he look, he never follows the playbook by the way the playbook should be played. I think that's his biggest problem – with coaches and other players is he never really follows the rules. He kind of just makes it up on a whim. Mm -hmm. So that being said, (laughs) I think if Carson Wentz has a bad O-line, depending on the situation, he can look better than what he really is. 
Okay, fair enough. Yeah, that, I, I can kind of see that. Um, I know there was some times where, you know, the O-line kind of fell apart even there in Indy last year. And, you know, like you said, sometimes when he has to scramble and just kind of do his own thing and just kind of let it, you know, let it fly, that's, you know, he's not thinking as much. You know, he's just playing the game for the love and the, you know, the passion that he's had his whole life. And, you know, he he does right. seem to look a little better during that time frame. So I can kind of see what you mean there. True, true. And you know what? It, it helps to have a really good running back. With the guy. Yeah, yeah, that is true. <laughs> And, you know, and even from a fantasy perspective, you know, like that's the thing I'm kind of looking at with this backfield is, you know, like they have an absolute beast in Antonio Gibson, like watching him come out of college and even watching him his rookie year. And then it's like now they're like, well, you know, Brian Robinson's probably going to be our goal line back. And, you know, we're only going to throw to McKissick. And you're like, guys, do you realize what you have in Gibson? Exactly. Exactly. Like I it, agree. It, it's so frustrating, you know, and I mean, and like I said, even as a Colts fan, you know, there was times last year where we didn't even hand the ball off to Taylor in a whole quarter, you know, like when you have a guy that can just absolutely grind out the yards and that's what Gibson can do. I mean, you have to do that because all that's going to do is, I mean, you've got a great receiving core in Scary Terry, you know, Curtis Samuel and even Jahan Dotson, who's really showing out now. And then um, um, Diami Brown, if you know he can stay healthy, apparently he got injured uh, the other day at practice. Um, you know, so yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll kind of see how that all plays out. But I mean, and then Logan Thomas is health, but I mean, they have a really scary looking offense, you know, so if Wentz can pull it all together yeah. and really do it, I mean, they actually have a chance to be pretty decent. I think they have a real chance to be contenders. I really do. Um, and not just based off of Carson Wentz, but based off of what you just said, too. I, and, and to be honest with you, like he, Carson Wentz has guys to throw the ball to, and he has he has options in this situation. So yeah, I agree with you. I, I think I think Ron Rivera is a, a excellent coach. I think he's going to put him in the best situation, and I think he's going to give the Eagles a little more trouble than what people really think. Yeah, and, and you know the one thing with Wentz too. What's nice about this, and I guess you know, I guess when people talk about like the fresh start for him. I guess Indy, it was a new atmosphere with teammates and stuff, but he was heading into a Frank Reich ran offense again. So, you know, yeah. it, it was that same thing for him, which was almost could have still been a sour taste for him. So maybe this Agreed. is, you know, what he really needed is just a complete like reset, you know, not anybody he's ever played with really, you know, he, he just gets to go out and sling the ball and just, you know, command an offense. Great. I think he needs a chance. I think he needs to take a step back and just be coached. And I think when you're right, the, the, the what, what's the old saying? Uh, familiarity breeds content. I think mm -hmm. that's what happened. I think that's exactly what happened. So having a whole new coach, whole new system, whole new area, I think that's going to help him out. And trust me, nobody hates that guy more than I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, like, I don't know. I, I was I was all for it, you know, him coming to Indy last year. And, I mean, obviously we look back. I was actually uh, at the Tennessee game with the left-handed throw in the end zone for the interception for the touchdown. You know, like, you know, he definitely has some, you know, decision-making stuff. But like you said, I think that just comes down to, I mean, he lost a lot of his confidence when, you know, the whole Philly thing with them wanting to kind of stay with Foles, which – Foles just won him a Super Bowl, you know, like obviously you want to stay with the hot hand. Like I, I, you know, I understand, you know, where Philadelphia was coming from at that time frame, And, you know, he I agree. Was, you know, and he was still trying to rehab off an injury. So he wasn't still quite the player. Um, but, you know, it was just, it was one thing after another for him. And he just, he never quite got that confidence. And, you know, I, I, I do think this change of pace and I mean, 
Granted, I like Michael Pittman with Indy as well, but like Scary Terry is going to be a great option for him to be able to really, you know, hit somebody, you know, and I, I'm really excited to kind of see what those two can do. And I do think that this team is going to be someone that, you know, especially with the defense, I mean, you got Chase Young still there. You know, this defense is going to be one of those teams, you know, that's going to help keep them in games as well. All he has to do is manage the game. And if he can manage the game with, with um, Terry, He's going to be fine. The problem with him is he he grew up watching guys like uh, Brett Favre mm-hmm. idolizing these gunslingers, and and sometimes you just you, all you have to do is just get what what's the old saying? First down, first down, touchdown. Right. I think he to understand. Look, just move the ball, get in the groove, and you'll be fine. He, his problem is he wants to be that gunslinger. He wants to be that guy to win the game, and it, sometimes it just takes a game manager to win the game. Yeah, especially when you have a good defense. Yeah, no, I, I, I completely agree there. It, it is, you have to not, you know, as, even though you're the captain and you're the quarterback, you know, you have to lead everything. Um, you have to realize that, you know, this is still a team sport and there's all these other guys on the field for a reason. You can't just try to be the hero. You have to understand that each one of those guys is a specialist in their position and they're there for a reason. So you have to trust in those guys. Absolutely, absolutely, and the, and, and you, you touched on a good point. The the defense of the Washington Commanders is a is a really good stout defense. So sometimes you have to ride that defense, a, uh, a la the Baltimore Ravens or other teams that just had guys that just you know got them enough points to win the game. You don't have to score twenty points. You could score fourteen, ten. You could score seven sometimes in some games and win the game if you manage the game properly. Agreed. Yeah, you, you you have to you know keep that uh, that defense on the field as long as possible. The opposing defense wear them out. Let your defense get a good rest so they can just keep doing what they do. You know, like that's very important yep. when you have a team like this. Um, Absolutely. And then the one other big signing that I or I guess it wasn't signing, but draft pick that I kind of liked from this uh, from the Commanders this year, even with bringing Wentz in and having Heineke. Bringing in Sam Howell from North Carolina, I think that's going to be a big piece that can really learn from Wentz. And, you know, just in case he doesn't work out or anything like that, it still is going to give him somebody nice, to like a good veteran to kind of learn from. Because I actually was high on Howell coming into the league. And, you know, I, I think that gives them a good option, you know, um, even though they, you know, didn't invest a ton into Carson. Um, but it still gives them, you know, an option where the future kind of has something for him just in case Wentz isn't the, you know, the answer for him. The fall guy, the yeah. fall guy, it's great. Yeah, it, it, you know what? It, it's it's a it's a general manager move to make that move, and it's one of those like, well, if this doesn't work out, we always have this guy. Either he's the fall guy or he's the savior. Yeah, I mean, look at quarterbacks nowadays. He, sometimes all they need is a shot. So who who's to say this guy isn't a great quarterback? Um, and that's how the the commanders are looking at this. Because if you ask my opinion, I I, I don't feel like. He's going to translate into the NFL this year. He's one of those like he's one of those guys that's going to have to like take a year or two to develop. But I mean, who, who's to say I'm I'm right? <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, I, I guess it'll just time will tell. You know, kind of the same thing. You know, this whole class didn't really look good, but at the same point in time, you know, we could see guys like Desmond Ritter, you know, or even Malik Willis get their opportunities. You know, barring injury, to you know step in when we thought they weren't ready, and you know they could prove us wrong. I mean, Herbert wasn't supposed to ever be starting like he did, and some freak medical injury brought him in, and look what he did. Exactly. That kind of sums up the Cowboys and the Commanders as far as from you know anything I really have for them. I think they, uh, I think this is actually going to be a pretty you know good division. Um, Like sitting here looking at it, 
Um, I, I still, you know, we're going to get into the Giants in our uh, next episode. And, you know, I still oh, think, boy. you know, I, I, there's some things about them I still like, you know, especially if Saquon can, you know, be as good as he's looking this year, you know, um, we'll, we'll see how that kind of goes. But, uh, but yeah, that, like I said, that pretty much brings, it brings us to a close for this episode. Once again, um, you can follow us at the Monsters FB. And uh, I believe these guys were the AAT Birds. Is that correct? AAT Sports Media Network. Okay. Um, please go give them a uh, follow, and uh, we'll uh, bring you guys the uh, Giants and the Eagles in our next episode. You can hold me back. Yeah, I'm coming for you. I'm not heater on you. No, I'm just telling you the facts. Oh, these chains can keep me down. I can be rude, be in the mood, I can be rotten I can be cool, mind like a fool, but never forgotten Creeping in the dark, waiting for you